This is Casual Climate. Welcome to Casual Climbing, a Heroes of the Storm podcast, all about improving in this game of ours, trying to climb the rank ladder, and hopefully have a good time while doing so. My name is Anar, simply going by E, and my hope is that through this podcast, I can do two things. One, learn how to be ladder anxiety, and two, get better at Heroes of the Storm. In Each episode, I will lay down the basics of one aspect, system, or strategy in Heroes, and then talk about how this has impacted my games in the past week. This podcast is indeed called Casual Climbing, and my highest ranking ever is Silver 1. So my plan is to also be telling you how these things that I practice affect my ranking. I'm in no way implying that I am a great Heroes of the Storm player, or even in a position to guide or coach anyone, but... I will be doing my research and then do my best to analyze and implement the things I learn. This is, in the end, mostly an experiment for me to see how much I can improve and how far I can climb. If potential listeners then in turn learn something from my mistakes and hopefully improvements, then that's amazing. In this first episode, I will be talking about something very basic and that mostly accrues passively in our games, gaining experience. More specifically, I'll be talking about how to most effectively gain experience and why this is important. First of all, let's lay down the basics. Experience is shared with your entire team and is gained passively during the course of the game, as well as from killing enemy minions, heroes, and structures, as well as capturing mercenaries. But compared to many other MOBAs, you don't need to land the killing blow to gain this experience. This means several different things. For minions, as long as you are in vision range when a minion dies, you will receive the experience. For heroes, as long as someone in your team has recently damaged a hero that dies, your team will gain that experience. This means that you will not be gaining any experience if an enemy hero walks into your minion wave and dies to them or your structures if no one on your team has damaged them. For structures, towers reward experience regardless of proximity or damage dealt. If a tower is destroyed, your team will automatically be awarded the experience. Destroying a fort or keep, however, will increase the experience your team has gained passively by 20%. Finally, mercenaries reward experience to the team that captures the camp, not necessarily the team that defeated the camp. So that's the basics. So that's how you gain experience. Now I'll be going into detail regarding two things. Lane soaking versus hero takedowns and fort experience. Let's begin with lane soaking. When I say lane soaking, I'm referring to the act of being in range of an entire minion wave as it dies, thus soaking the experience in that lane. The exception to the in range rule is if a hero or a summon from a hero gets the killing blow of a minion, for example Asmodan's Q, Globe of Annihilation, or one of his summoned demons. If Asmodan's dunk kills the minions in lane, or if one of the demons gets the killing blow, it doesn't matter how far away he is, he will still get the experience. But the basic for all heroes is that lane soaking is all about being present in a lane to gain all the experience from a minion wave. And the importance of soaking as many lanes as possible before level 10 cannot be understated, as one wave of minions in the beginning of the game is worth more than killing an enemy hero. Why is it then important to lane soak specifically before level 10? 
Well, the fact of it is, having heroic abilities is a huge advantage if the opposing team does not have their heroics. <laughs> While fighting for an objective or in a team fight, it is almost a guarantee to win if your team has their heroic abilities while your enemy does not. Of course, it's always an advantage to be higher level than your opponents, as every level increases your health, mana, damage and regeneration, and every level with a talent greatly increases your hero's power, but level 10 is the biggest power spike in the game. And it's really important, if possible, to reach that milestone before the enemy team. So, when comparing hero kills to lane soaking, there's one more aspect that I should bring up. There is a mechanic in the game called underdog bonus, which increases the experience gained from hero takedowns for teams that are behind in level and reduces the experience gained while ahead in level. This means that a team that is ahead will not snowball as much as it's called and increase the gap in levels as they accrue more kills, and that a team that is behind in level will have an easier time catching up if they do manage to kill the other team. Basically. This is a mechanic to reduce stomping potential. Now, keeping this in mind, when your team is behind in level, you will have a disadvantage in all encounters with the enemy team, especially if the enemy has heroics while you do not. If you however manage to get a kill while behind, you will be rewarded with more experience. With this dynamic, the system rewards teams that can avoid disadvantageous teamfights and instead perhaps lane soak, bridge that gap and find opportunities to pick off one or two heroes from the enemy team. In contrary, while ahead, you have the advantage in teamfights, but remember that you will be gaining a reduced amount of experience from each takedown. Now this does not mean that takedowns are bad, you will still receive experience, and it does take the heroes killed out of the fight for a time, but it won't be something that increases your lead by a lot in itself. If your team can't capitalize on the advantage you have, from hero power or having an enemy hero away from the game, there is a big chance that the team with fewer takedowns will still win the game. So. This then leads into keep and fort experience, because unlike towers, keeps and forts do not reward a flat amount of experience, but instead increases the passively earned experience by 20%. Maybe I should explain that a little bit. Passively earned experience is something that both teams earn that passively also increases throughout the game, but then destroying a fort increases that passively earned experience by 20%, so it doesn't increase all experience gained by 20% but only the passively earned. This is also a mechanic that is supposed to counter stomping, since a team that destroys a keep in the early game won't receive a huge amount of experience and gain a significant lead pre-10. Instead, destroying a keep increases your chances of gaining a level lead later in the game. Really, the reason that I'm including this information in this episode is to be aware that you won't instantly have a power spike when destroying a fort. You will, however, have an advantage in lane and while roaming, but that's an entirely different episode. So, how do we use this knowledge? The way I've worded it so far in the episode is that I've said lane soaking versus hero takedowns, or comparing the two. And I find myself often chasing enemy heroes, obsessing over that takedown or those fights, and I've realized that this often leads me and my team to miss many minion waves. This could be all fine and dandy if we manage to actually get a takedown or even better team wipe the enemy, 
But more often than not, it turns into a long, drawn-out fight in the wrong side of the wall of the shrines on Dragonshire. Basically, lots of wasted time without gaining anything. Or, I'm sure you've all experienced that mid-lane team fight in the beginning of a game that just keeps going. In the past week, I've instead tried to focus on lane soaking, abandoning the pointless team fights and attempting to gain that sweet level lead. Oh, no one in my team is top right now. I'll head up and clear out the minion wave and then head back into the jungle to try to capture the tribute with the rest of my team. We just got the protector on Volskaya. I'll head bot and soak the lane while my team pushes mid. If my team all goes mid in the beginning, I join for a short skirmish, but I make sure I'm in a different lane before the first minion dies to get a complete lane soak. I have actively tried to choose lane soaking over fighting the enemy directly. This is why I have chosen to compare the two in this episode. Note, this does not mean completely abandon team fights and never go for objectives or takedowns. Rather, this means much more rotating, go into a lane that is currently empty to soak the experience and then head back to my teammates. Also note that these tactics does not work for all roles at all times. Healers can't really leave the mid lane fight in the beginning to soak a lane, and a tank can't simply abandon team members that are being assaulted by the enemy team. I've been playing mostly assassins this past week, and most of the time they have the opportunity to leave a lane and do something else. This mostly goes for tanks as well, or bruisers, but just be aware that there are situations when you can't just leave lane. So, down to the facts. How has this turned out in my games and in my ranking? Surprisingly well. Obviously, I am far from doing this in an optimal way, with missing when to rotate, leaving my team when I shouldn't have, probably missed potentials to down a keep while I was trying to soak lanes, but in the end, I have climbed. I've noticed that my team reaches level 10 before the enemy team more often, and as a result, I've been a part of more winning team fights. My win rate this past week has been 54%, and I have climbed from silver 2 to silver 1. That is not a huge climb, but it is a climb. A climb of a casual character. So, I'd say that's a win. And with that, it's time to end this first ever episode of Casual Climbing, and I want to thank you if somehow you've stumbled upon this podcast and decided to give it a listen. I'll be waiting expectantly for what we will learn at BlizzCon, and hopefully there will be another episode next week. Until then, I hope we can all soak some lanes, get lots of takedowns, and destroy all of the course. Let's get to it! <laughs>